welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. And now, Father, the time has come for your Word to be preached. Someone came with a bow-down head. Hearts are heavy. Folks are struggling with day-to-day life issues. There are bills to be paid. Folks are looking for an answer that only you can give. We've come with our cups empty, waiting for you to fill it up. We pray, God, that you will speak as only you can. You will hide this flesh, broken vessel behind the cross of Calvary. You will speak and your children will be edified. And they will hear all of you and none of me. You have your way, God, in this place. So after it's all said and done, that we will leave encouraged and empowered. To face yet another week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I am turning 54 tomorrow. And when Pastor Preston asked me to preach, I certainly want to thank my pastor for the privilege and the honor. And when she told me that she wanted me to preach, the Lord kind of looked me out in the face and told me, you realize that you're turning 54 because I kept you. When you think about what you've been through, where you've been, it's all because of my grace and my mercy. And the Lord said to me, do you realize that I've been blessing you since you were born? And every time you turn around, I'm blessing you. I want you to go and remind all my people at Pleasant Grove Church that I am still in the blessing business. I wish I had a witness. Well, I don't know what you're going through, but I I come by to just remind you that God is still in the blessing business. He is still the El Shaddai. He is still the Jehovah Jireh. He is still the Jehovah Sitkanu. He's still providing jobs. He's still healing cancer. God is still in the blessing business. So I had to 
admit and confess, Lord, you've been good to me. Better than I could ever be to myself. You see, church, we often overlook the lavishness of God's blessing in our lives. And some of us get disappointed when we don't get what we ask for instead of thanking God for getting what we truly deserve. I'm going to say that again. You should thank God for not getting what you truly deserve. And that's called mercy. Can I tell you to stop complaining because you don't have a new car? And thank God that at least you have a car? Folks are complaining about stuff that they have while there are folks who have no stuff. We, we look at what people are driving. We look at where people live. We look at what they're wearing and we say, Lord, I want this. But then we forget the folks who are sleeping outside. Folks who are walking can't even afford the bus fare. Uh, can I tell you that if you really want to look around your life, you will realize that every time you turn around, God is blessing you. Well, I know you may have some problems in your life. Everybody has problems. I don't care how much money you have. But God is still blessing you. Sometimes we need to thank God for what we have. Sister Bacon, Brother Bacon is your blessing. Your husband, your wife, it's your blessing. And sometimes we turn God's blessing into a curse. We stop nitpicking. She doesn't cook good enough. The dress don't look nice. He's put on some weight. And we start nitpicking about what God has done for you instead of thanking God for the blessing that you have. God is blessing you today, even when you don't say thank you. He is blessing you. You say, well, what do you mean, preacher? He woke you up this morning. Here you are with your nice dress in the church, covered with your right mind. COVID has been waging for two years. Many folks have died, but here you are on Sunday morning. I don't know about you, but when I wake up every morning, I am grateful for the mercy of God because I should have been dead. God has kept you. I know that sometimes we, we, we go through pains. Loss of loved ones. Maybe loss of jobs and opportunities. But when I look over my life, everything that I have lost, 
God has turned it around for a game. God is in the business of rehabilitating blessings. Because sometimes we sabotage what God has plans for us because we think we know best. But the amazing thing is God is still blessing us. In the Old Testament, blessings included not only gifts from God, but a life with God, a relationship with God. You say, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything to me. Let me explain this to you. The reason why you are sitting in a church on Sunday morning instead of being out there drunk and out of your mind is because of the blessing of God. Well, let me put it on me. The reason why I'm not in prison right now is because of the blessing of God who gave me enough sense to know follow Jesus and live right. Because if it was not for the word of God who ordered my steps, who knows where I would be? Probably divorced, probably intoxicated, probably drunk, probably in prison. But I tell you one thing, because of the blessings and the favor of God, I've got enough sense to stay married to one woman, enough sense to come to church, enough Enough sense to listen to the Bible, enough sense to live according to the Word of God. It is a blessing. If God does not do anything else for me, I am glad I am saved. Don't underestimate the value of salvation because a price was paid and you can never repay that debt. Sometimes you walk into the church with an attitude as if we are doing you a favor that you graced us with your presence. And what you fail to realize is 2,000 years ago, somebody went to an all rugged cross and paid a price he did not owe to give you the right to walk into Pleasant Grove Church with your attitude. And when we say praise the Lord, you're sitting there saying, it doesn't take all that. But can I tell you, somebody prayed the price so you can be saved. It is a blessing to be a disciple of Pleasant Grove Church. I don't have to get you all stirred up and wild up. You ought to come with your own excitement because you know what God has done for you. Better than everybody else. Amen. God, as I looked at my wife, I looked at my kids, and I looked at Pleasant Grove Church, I am excited because God saw fit to use me. There are a whole lot of people who are better qualified than me who can stand behind this sacred desk. I don't take it for granted. It is the blessing of God, and you ought to give God praise for being in the house of the Lord. And so let's get to our text this morning in Deuteronomy chapter 28. The Lord said, if you obey my command, these are the blessings that you will inherit. The first thing I see in this text is the covenant of blessing is conditional. 
It's conditional. He says, if you obey my command, it's an agreement that requires and has certain stipulations. God is not forcing you to accept his blessings. It's a choice that you have to make. You can choose to be blessed or you can walk or live the life of curse. It's your choice to make the decision to bless God and bless other people as God has instructed you to do. Or you can choose to be a stiff-necked individual and live and do what you want to do. He said, if. Did you know that in the Bible that there are four types of blessings? The first type is blessing that God communicates to people. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, God said to Abraham, I will make you a great nation. That's God communicating his blessing to Abraham. I will bless those that bless you. And I will curse those that curse you. The second type of blessing is spoken by people to God. That's what the praise team was doing. We bless the name of the Lord in Psalms. David says in Psalm 103 verse 1 and 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The third type is a blessing spoken by God over people or things. That's what we see in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 4 and 5. And my favorite one, the fourth type, is the blessing spoken by one person over another. When my father died, my wife and I were talking. We say there are a few things that we know that's going to happen. First of all, we know that Pastor Preston was going to call. Can I tell you, right on the money, she called. She said, Pastor, what do you need? How can I help? And she called every day for a week and a half, checking on me and my family. Let the church say, blessing. Now, that's a blessing. We also know that Reverend Paula was going to bring food. My wife said, it doesn't matter. You can say no all you want. She's going to bring the food. So she didn't even ask. She just went to a gluten-free place, and she brought food. And the church said, that's a blessing. I also know that my deacons, Deacon Viola, Deacon Keith, Deacon Diana, they were going to check in on us. And sure enough, by Monday morning, by Monday night, they were just that. And the whole Deacon family came through. Let the church say, that's a blessing. We also know that all of Pleasant Grove Church were either going to call, send texts, send a card, or somehow reach out. And when I got back from New Jersey, there were so many cards on my desk, I couldn't even read them. Tell somebody, that's a blessing. You see, sometimes you don't realize how God is blessing you. God will put folks in your life 
That's why you ought to never take people for granted or look down on someone for whatever the reason may be. The person that God has put in your life may just be for a time when you will need it most. It is a blessing. I can't tell you how many people at Pleasant Grove Church have been a blessing. I can tell you at least 50 people, if I said I was hungry, my family was hungry at Pleasant Grove Church, there will be food at my house as soon as I turn around. That's a blessing. You, you, you cannot underestimate the need of having people in your life. I don't know who you think you are, but if you think that you don't need nobody, then you don't need God's blessing. Because God is blessing you by having people in your life. The reason why we can say every time I turn around, God is blessing you is because there are people like Sister Ruth Owen who will call and say, how you doing? I'm checking on you. There are people like Sister Billy. There are others who will just call and say, I'm just thinking about you. It says, give you a text. They are blessing you. You say, well, you know, it's no big deal. No, this is how God is blessing you. You ought to give God thanks and praise for having people in your life with the, for the purpose of blessing you. The blessing is conditioned. But watch this now. If. That's why, Reverend Jones, you ought to not thumb your nose down at people. Because if you treat Deacon Bacon with contempt, how do you expect Deacon Bacon to bless you? You just forfeited your blessing that God had given to this man of God to give to you. The reason why you ought to treat everybody with respect and dignity is because, watch this, everyone is an agent of blessing in your life. So instead of talking about Deacon Viola, pray for Deacon Viola because she's holding on to your blessing. We need to change our perspective about one another. I'm not your enemy. I'm not your target. I'm your blessor. God is using me and is using you, Deacon Jay, to bless you. And if you don't like it, if you don't realize it, you will forfeit your... You know why so many folks are walking around sad, mad, and angry, waiting to take on the whole world as if somebody done something to you? Because your eyes are not open to see how God is using people to bless you because you've been so mean to folks. No, I'm not getting any amen from this year. I've adopted a new principle. Before I say anything negative, Reverend Paula, I want to say 10 things positive. So if you call me, you say, Brother Kemp did X, Y, and Z. I'll say, well, let's look at what Brother Kemp does. He comes to the church early in the morning. He opens the church. He works with the trustees. He's a good father. He's a good husband. Provide for his family. I want to get my 10 things down before we get down to what Brother Kemp didn't do. How's that? And I find out when you do that, folks will leave you alone. <laughs> if you call me, I'm like, Brother Gino, I want to get my 10 things in line. I want to know what 10 things that Brother Gino did before you tell me what he didn't do. Why? Because he's holding on to my, let the church say, blessing. 
more concerned about the things that he has to offer than the flaws and the weaknesses that he has. Why? Because everybody has flaws and weaknesses. Let the church say blessing. See, that means that I've got to do what the word of God said to do. I've got to treat and honor this man of God accordingly. And you, if you've been married, you know exactly what I mean. Go ahead and try to get your wife or your husband mad all the time and see if you're going to have a happy home. <laughs> I've been married for 28 years. I have a testimony to tell you. Don't cross Sister Joseph and think you're going to have peace in that house. Walk around there with that attitude like you say, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> you're forfeiting your blessing. Blessing is all around you. You just cannot see it, Dr. Lachelle. Why? Because you're so busy looking for things that you don't have instead of thanking God for the things that you already have. But God also said in the same text in the book of Deuteronomy, the covenant of blessing is unstoppable. Look at what it says in verse 7. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction and flee from you in seven. In other words, nothing or anyone can stop the favor of God over your life. Here's what Hezekiah Walker said. This is my testimony, everybody. How God favored me in spite of my enemies. And if God can do it for me, he'll do it for you. Don't worry about your haters. You do know that you're going to have haters. But, but you ought to thank God for your haters because your haters help God to come to your rescue quicker than they, God would. And your haters are the one that's really blessing you because the more they hate, the more God will bless Hezekiah said, can't do nothing with you. When I think about my story and all that I know how he favored me. Because my enemies did try everything, but they did not triumph over me. He favored me. So, 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 the covenant is unstoppable, Dr. Lachelle. You don't have to worry what people are going to do against you. Just keep your eyes on Christ. Whatever God has for you will be for you. And let me tell you, your blessings are unstoppable because God made a promise and he will keep his promises. So don't sweat the small stuff. I, I've just turned this, I'm, I'm about to have that big five, uh, four, 54 years old. Don't sweat the small stuff. I'm learning to be a lot more calm, cool, and just take it all in. Inhale for a little bit. Normally, when I was in my 30s and 40s, I would react immediately. But now, just let it go. Speak blessing over your life. When somebody tells you what somebody else has said or done, speak blessing over your life. Here's another thing. Do you know that you can bless you? Do you know that? 
you can bless you as, as opposed to allowing what folks say or do define you, you can fight that and put blessing over your own life because you are your own agent of blessing. If, if you want a house, just ask. If you want a car, just ask. You don't have to be angry or covet, envious, jealous of what nobody else has because we all have the same God and what he has done for some folk, he can do for you if it is his will. So your blessing is unstoppable. Not only that, but the blessing is extravagant. Watch what he said in verse 6. You will be blessed when you come in and bless when you go out. In other words, the blessing will follow you everywhere. God is going to show you off. I don't know if you knew that, but do you know that every day you wake up, God wants to show you off. He wants to let the world see the things that he is doing in your life. But remember, if you obey his command. The Lord is a proud father. You're not the only one who's a proud parent. When you do good, God is proud. God is glorified. He sticks his chest out when you do the right thing. He is proud of you. So while you are sleeping at night, God is working things out and is preparing your blessing, while you're driving your car, God is preparing your blessing, is working things and making sure that you move in and out of uh, the, 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 the highways and making sure that you make it to your place. When you're at home, he's making sure that the roof don't collapse over you. God is blessing you. He is lavishing you with his blessing. The business that you started some years ago now is thriving and you going around patting yourself in the back, all because of God's divine favor. He will lavish his blessing upon you. Folks will scratch their head trying to figure out, how can you buy this house on your salary? How can you drive this car on your salary? How did you do that? What they don't understand is because of the favor of God. Some folks will get angry when you get promoted at your job. But they don't understand it's because of the favor of God. Here's what the Lord said in the book of Amos chapter 9 verse 5. And I'm reading from the Message Bible version. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will spin. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings and blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. 
So I don't know what you got plans and what you thinking about. I know we are coming out of a recession or still in a recession. And people are trying to figure out what's going on over their lives. The message from the Lord is don't worry about what is going on. Focus your mind and your eyes on Christ because what God has purposed for you will come to pass. And it's going to happen so fast sometimes you will not be able to see it and you will just sit back and say, what just happened? Did I just just get that promotion? Yes, you did. Did I just get married? Yes, you did. Did I just buy that house? Yes, you did. Did I just get that job? Yes, you did. And you're going to try to figure out, is it my connection? Is it my credit? Is it my money? No, it's because of the blessings of God. But if, if you do, what he says and obey his command and here's the promises that he made to the children of Israel in the book of Amos he said they will rebuild their ruined cities I can see some credits being rebuilt marriages being rebuilt it's never over with the Lord God is still mending brokenness and the reason why I get excited about God is we all run out of gas every now and then our cups will be empty every now and then but I'm so glad that every morning when I wake up God holds the whole can of heaven and refilled my cup all I have to do is ask. I don't have to worry. When I run out of gas, I just have to pull in the gas station of the Holy Ghost and I get refilled. So you wonder why there's always a joy in my face. It's because God is still refilling the empty cup. So I don't know if your cup is not filled up yet, but can I encourage you to pull into the gas station? The songwriter says every day is a day of thanksgiving God has been so good to me he keeps on blessing me the blessings of God is right around you the blessings of God is in you just look around everybody that you see sitting around here they are your agents a blessing if you just do what God has asked you to do you will start to live according to the blessings of God He told the children of Israel, you will plant vineyards and drink good wine. In other words, you will not have to struggle with food and security. You will work your garden and eat vegetables. You will plant them from your own land. I want to encourage you to put God to the test. Don't limit God. Don't think about what God cannot do as much as what God can do. The focus of the believers are not to worry about what other people say cannot happen. The last time I looked at my Bible, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. And all you need to do is to trust God. Lord says, you will never be uprooted 
from the land I have given you. In other words, nobody can take away what God has given you. Don't worry about what people are saying or doing. You are safe and secure. And I want to close with this. You have an acceptance that can never be questioned. In other words, God loves you, Brother Anthony, just as you are, Dickenophilia. You don't have to change for anybody because the power of God working in you, you have an acceptance that can never be questioned. I, I want you to look at to the left or to the right and look at your neighbor. That is a beautiful human being sitting right next to you. Every time I walk in these doors, I get excited when I hear the Hi, how you doing? Hello, amen. Bless you. Good to see you. Because you have an acceptance that cannot be questioned. You have to realize just how much God is pouring in your life and what he has done for you. I don't need you to validate me because God has already accepted me in my brokenness. And wife, when you wake up in the morning, he didn't say you look good. Bless God. Don't be upset. Don't be upset because you have an acceptance. Parent, start accepting your children with all of their flaws. Stop making them feel guilty. They are still growing into who they are. They are made by God, created in his image, and you are to love them as God is working in them. They have an acceptance that cannot be questioned. And watch this. You have an inheritance that can never be lost. You cannot take away my salvation. No matter what you do, you're going to see me in heaven. Now, you might as well try to get used to me right here. If you think it's long seeing me now, try spending eternity. Every time you turn around, you're going to be seeing me. See, sometimes you really, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be long. I'm done, but I just want to. Sometimes I don't understand the logic behind church folk not liking each other or church folks making it hard for other church folk to worship God. Because this is just a rehearsal. Sister Connie, the real deal is going to be when we walk down the paved highways in glory and I'm going to be seeing Dick and Bacon, you know, looking all good with all of his hair. I'm going to get some hair too, you know. And that's the real deal. This is but a rehearsal. Watch this now. I can't be beefing with you and think that I'm going to be in glory smiling with you. I'm going to bless God for you and be a blessing to you because this is but a rehearsal. You have a deliverance that can never be excelled. If I were to ask some of you your testimony, about what God has delivered you from. If you were to tell the church what God has done in your life, there is nobody 
nobody who can do what God has done for you. It's a blessing. You have a grace that cannot be limited. Or oh, somebody ought to say amen. A grace that is unlimited. As long as you are living and breathing, God's favor is going to be over you. I know about sickness. I know about hardship. But you have a grace that is unlimited. The lifespan of your grace is for as long as you are living and breathing, God's grace is working. Grace keeps you up. Grace wakes you up. Grace bless you. Grace feeds you. Grace heals you. Grace restore you. Grace save you. Grace make you smile. Grace give you joy. Grace allow you to walk and go on and do the things that you need to do. It's all because of the grace of God. And a joy that can never be diminished. The old folks would say, this joy that I have, the world then give it to me. And the world can take away. Do you know that this joy is a blessing? Have you ever been frustrated? You had what you call a bad day, but you know that you're going to go to sleep? And you're going to wake up the next day and things will get better, if not the next day, but it'll be the day after. Because, you know, the joy of the Lord will sustain you and help you to go on. And you have a peace that cannot be disturbed. Every now and then, you can sit back despite all of the things going on. I remember sitting at the funeral of my father. I'm sitting there thinking. I said, Lord, I just realized. And nobody left. But the peace of God came into my heart. Says it is well. I'm still here. I don't know what you lost. I don't know what you're going through. But the blessing of God is that you have a peace that passes all understanding. And I want to close with this. A salvation. And not only nobody can take away, but a salvation that's guaranteed. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, your salvation is guaranteed. And you can walk in the renewal of your mind. And be at peace and at joy. Every time you turn around, blessings. And one last thing, can you do me a favor? Just look behind you and look to the side of you. And take a look at the people that are sitting next to you. There are at least 60 to 70 people in the sanctuary. You have at least 60 to 70 people that God has placed in your life to bless you. Don't use them as a curse. Be a blessing so that God 
can use them to bless you. Encourage when necessary. Uplift when needed. Be gentle. Be kind. Be patient. Be loving. Be encouraging. Be steadfast. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to be an agent of blessing. When I see you, when you see me, just smile. Just let me know. It's good to see and good to be seen. Let's be a blessing to one another. If you are ready to give your life to Jesus Christ, we invite you to pray this prayer with us. And it says, Dear Lord, I admit that I am a sinner and there is nothing that I can do to save myself. I ask for your forgiveness. And you can do this if you are streaming. At this moment, I believe you alone are the one who bore my sins when you died on the cross and rose from the dead. Today, I turn from my sinful life and invite you into my heart. I will trust you and follow you all of the days of my life. Thank you for saving me and hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. It is our prayer that this message will enlighten and empower you to do the will of God. If you have a prayer request or praise report or like additional information on Pleasant Grove Church or other recorded messages, come visit us in person or write to us at Pleasant Grove Church, Post Office Box 3603, Cary, North Carolina, 27519. Or call us at 919-363-5198. Or visit us on the web at www.pgc-carry.org. Thank you again.